0: Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I answered a question from a listener about what do you do when your diet hits a plateau and you just can't seem to lose any more weight. So if you're interested in that, then check out last week's podcast. This week, I'm gonna look at a really overlooked form of exercise most people try to ignore it i think Um, it's resistance training you can pretty much divide exercise into either aerobic training which is the exercise where you're trying to get your heart rate up you're trying to perspire a little bit um, the continuous uh, exercise and then there's the resistance training which most of us call weight lifting Now, if you walk into just about any gym, most people are using the aerobic machines. You're on the stair climber, the elliptical machine, the treadmill, going out for a swim, something like that. And there's a few young guys over in the weightlifting area trying to put on the great big muscles. And now there there will be a few working on the the machines in the middle, and I I at some point I'll do a tirade against the machines. I guess they're better than nothing, but. Um, Where the free weights are, that's a good place for everybody to be working out, but most of it is overlooked, and there are several reasons. The main one being, most people seem to think that the reason you would want to go lift the weights is to get the great big muscles and look like the people on the cover of the magazines, and that's not the reason for it. Let me give you a case for resistance training there's a thing that scientifically it's called sarcopenia. All it means is you start to lose muscle and about age 35, you start losing muscle and you lose about one to 2% of your muscle mass every year. About age 60, it bumps up to around 3% of your muscle mass every year. By age 80, If you haven't done anything to stop it, you've probably lost about 50% of your muscle mass. Now, that presents a big problem. First big problem with losing that much muscle mass is that you didn't lose 50% of your weight. or You probably have significantly lost any weight, and some of us have put on weight, which means as you're losing the muscle mass, it is being replaced by fat mass. Now, fat is an inactive tissue. It just sits there. Muscle is a very active tissue. It burns calories just to maintain it. So, as you lose muscle mass, you need fewer calories. You also are going to not metabolize your sugar as well, which is why a lot of times as you age, you develop type 2 diabetes because you don't have as much muscle that's burning up as much sugar You've got fat that's just sitting there doing nothing, so you can't get the sugar out of the bloodstream. Continuing along with that, you get fatigued easier because you have less muscle. You also, as you age, you can become frail, and as you become frail, that means you can't perform your activities of daily living as well, you can't put the things on the shelf, you can't get the jar open, you can't stand up, you can't walk. You start to be more likely to fall, you can't keep your balance, and you lose bone mineral density and are much more likely to break a bone. Yikes, none of that sounds good. And you might want to remember that although a little bit of muscle is built during aerobic uh, training, generally the muscle is built during some form of resistance training, Now, can you reverse the sarcopenia? Once you've lost it, can you get it back? Yes. Resistance training will build muscle tissue from young people all the way up to the oldest of old. There have been plenty of uh, uh, studies with people in their mid to late 90s, and they put on a significant amount of muscle mass from doing a resistance training exercise routine. So let's look at some of the actual benefits of putting on muscle and what happens if you've lost muscle. Loss of muscle contributes to falls and reduced quality of life. Um, The great strength trainer Mark Ripito once said there is very few things in life that couldn't be improved by being stronger. And that's pretty much true. I mean, you start looking at opening the jar or getting up out of the chair or whatever, having the extra strength really helps in those situations. In America, $19 billion per year is spent or lost due to falls and loss of quality of life because of the lack of muscle mass as we age. Now, when we're when I'm talking about this, do you have to lift super heavy weights? Because you go to the gym, you see some of these guys they're lifting like small cars, and you think, well, I really don't really need to lift 300 pounds. Whenever we're talking about weightlifting, you determine how much you need to weight uh, lift for a different exercise based on the the maximum amount you can lift, and you do a percentage of that so you can lift some fairly light weights and just do it for more repetitions. To prevent falls and to decrease frailty, lighter weights to failure and working on your balance will dramatically reduce your chance of falling. Resistance training also improves blood flow to the brain In addition to that, as I discussed in Season 2, Episode 31, Exercise for Your Brain, it produces a chemical called brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is just miracle growth for the brain. So if you do resistance training, it's going to produce brain fertilizer, which is going to cause new neurons to grow in your brain, and it's going to increase the blood flow to your brain, which gets more oxygen and nutrients to your brain, as well as the brain-derived neurotrophic factor. So... If you are worried about cognitive decline, which, you know, any kind of dementia, exercise is going to improve that. In addition, it will increase the pliability of the blood vessels in your brain, um, which kind of helps reverse hardening of the arteries to some extent. Next, it improves your sleep quality. In one study of 80-plus-year-olds, uh, they exercise, They did resistance training for six months, and the strength went up 52 percent in their upper body, and sleep quality went up 38 percent. Another review of 13 different studies found that resistance training improved all areas of sleep. You know, being able to fall asleep, being able to stay asleep, REM um, sleep, deep sleep, all of that. It improved all of those, and it also reduced anxiety and depression. Resistance training also lowers your A1C just as well as aerobic training. Uh, Resistance training lowers your blood lipids, the the triglycerides and cholesterol in your blood post-exercise. It makes you much more insulin sensitive. It's superior to aerobic training as it comes to increasing insulin sensitivity and your glycemic control. For people with heart failure, Um, Resistance training improves your uh, uh, VO2 max, which is your exercise capacity, the amount of blood that your heart is putting out. It improves quality of life and increases walking performance or walking speed. And as I discussed in Season 1, Episode 33, Outrun the Grim Reaper, walking speed is a uh, significant indicator in how long you are going to live, which brings us to mortality. Performing res- resistance training one to two times a week, 60 to 120 minutes per week, reduces your chance of dying from any cause. Finally, resistance training When it builds muscle, muscle is an active tissue. Muscle burns calories, so it will help you with your fat loss. Notice how I term that. It will help you with your fat loss. A cubic inch of muscle weighs more than a cubic inch of fat, so you may see yourself decreasing in size, your pants fit better, your dresses fit better, whatever it is you're wearing, your clothes fit better, you notice that you have lost size, but the scale may not have moved or it may say that you have gone up because you have replaced a less dense substance with a more dense substance, but you will be healthier because of it. So finally, resistance training is important to your health. If you want to know more about how to do resistance training, you need to speak to an exercise professional and they can give you guidelines as to how to do this as to whether you need heavyweights, lightweights, high repetitions, low repetitions. But you will see a positive outcome and that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing... Please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.